Santa baby, I've been an awful good girl. It's the holiday season and I'm your Santa baby today. I'm Nick Amell, host of the Tennis Podcast. I tried for years to get my original sidekick host to sing Santa Baby, so I thought I was the next best thing. But maybe my sidekick host today will give it a try. Oh, sorry. I was just jamming to the music, man. That was great. You finished <laughs> a little too soon. Did you enjoy that music in like a musical sense or like a sexual sense or both? About half and half. Okay. A little bit of both. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, since uh, Nick is too rude to introduce me, my name's Alex. Oh, well, I actually <laughs> forgot your name and I was embarrassed to admit that. So I was waiting for you to introduce yourself. Right, right. Childhood friend, yeah. 15 years, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 15 at least. Yeah. Something like that. You know, you never asked me to sing Santa Baby. Please do. And Go now ahead. that you've sung it, it's lost its luster. So I don't <laughs> think it'll ever happen. Is there anything else you'd like to sing for us, Alex? No. Okay. Any words of wisdom? Any poetry you want to read? No. Excellent. Alex Johns is my sidekick host today, and if you're new to the show every week, me and my sidekick host share fun facts, trivia, and most importantly, hot takes as we try to guess each other's top 10-ish list. Alex, you're smooth as hell. And you're a hot take. Like physically smooth. Oh. Yeah. Like peanut butter? Sure. Like peanut butter. Not quite as thirst quenching though. Right. Right. Of course. Alex, how are your balls hanging today? Uh, low. Very low. It's concerning. How pumped are you for the holidays? Is your Christmas tree up? Not yet. Your holiday tree. We are recording me. this in early November. Nope. This is, we're doing this in real time, live in live the ears, in your ears of our listeners. I exist outside of space and time, so things like this <laughs> become a little, little confusing for me. Sorry. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do you enjoy the holiday season? I do. I enjoy not working. Okay. So, you've bought into American capitalism, corporate greed. Yeah. Great. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, Alex, why don't you gift me a holiday present here and tell me the top 10-ish list I'll be guessing today. Oh, I was supposed to bring a list? I think this is going to be a short, epi- it's gonna be a short <laughs> episode because my ass didn't bring a list. You didn't bring a list? Has that joke gotten old yet? No, 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 no. How many, the count, how, how, the top 10-ish times that people have said, <laughs> oh, I didn't bring a list to this episode. Well, admittedly, probably six or seven of those times were me doing it to various sidekicks over the years, but... But only one time was it real. Yeah. So, no, no list today, huh? What do you want to talk about for the next hour then? I'm just joshing your taters. I actually did bring a list and I'm pretty excited to talk about it. Is it tater tot based? It is not tater tot based or potato based at all. Is it Josh based? There may be a Josh or two. No, today I brought you, so I, I kind of like to, you know, I'm the nerdy guy, right? I brought the board game list. I brought yes. the space Whoa, list. Yes. Goddamn nerdy guy. Yes. Totally agree. So I wanted to stick with a the theme, right? Uh, love space. Trying to think of what else we can talk about about space. I was like, you know Nuts. what? We should add some pop culture into this. Hmm. So today I have the list of the top 10 highest grossing science fiction film franchises. It's a mouthful. Franchises. So not just individual films. This, yeah. as a franchise, it has to have two or more films. So think about that in your list building. If it just has one film, it's not going to be on the list. And this is highest grossing and just the film, because some of these may have some TV components as well. This is only concluding films. A couple of questions. Highest grossing at the box office, is this domestic or worldwide? Worldwide. Adjusted for inflation? No. And how do you define science fiction film? Let's Google it. I'm curious. Define no. science 
fiction. Fiction based on imagined future scientific or technological advances and major social or environmental changes, frequently portraying space or time travel and life on other planets. So one note I noticed, uh-huh. there are no superhero movies. That's a different franchise. That's, I would say, a different you know, yeah. type. There's no fantasy. So don't, you no know, Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings would be mm-hmm. on here money-wise had it for sure count, but no, no Lord of the Rings. So think space, think future, think like... Shrek? Is that your first guess? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I think Shrek might fall into fantasy. Yeah. I have in front of me the top 25 franchises. We're going to try to guess the top 10. Okay. So I think we all know number one, right? Or I know I think number so, one. yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'll say number one is kind of in a league of its own. It almost doubles number two in terms of uh, gro- highest grossing. Two is very high. Three is very high. And once you get to four through ten, it's all they're all kind of like neck and neck. So yeah. So we're recording this before Avatar two comes out. Correct. I'll bet if Avatar two was included, you know, let's say we did this list a year from now, I'll bet that would be in the top five or so you're probably right because avatar is the highest grossing sci-fi film of all time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 2.8 billion yeah highest grossing film of all time i believe worldwide of any of any genre yeah it might be number two now but it's number one or two just um, looking at based on that amount even without a second if the second film makes one dollar it would come in at number five on this list Oh, if Avatar 2 made $1, yeah. Yeah, so just saying like Avatar on its own would be number five in terms of franchises. And if Avatar 2 makes $1, that would be news. That would be news. You going to go see it? No. Yeah, me neither. It's funny, you don't know this because at the time we're recording this, it hasn't come out yet, but the episode right before this one, I did the top 10 highest grossing disaster movies. Oh. So I'd be curious to know if any of, there's any crossover here. I'd be but, curious to know as well but you can't spoil that list for me. I sure can't. Okay, should I start guessing? Yeah, uh, why don't you give me a franchise you think is not on the list? Hmm. Trying to think of a good example, but all the examples (laughs) coming to mind are not franchises. They're just like single movies. Yeah. Fair enough. The first one that came to my mind was that Tim Allen movie, Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Which I think bombed. Galaxy Quest is not on the top 25. Okay, knew it. <laughs> what was that even about? That was like, was that the, like the 90s? It was the 90s, yeah. It was about a TV cast from a space, like sci-fi show, being recruited by an actual alien race who thought they were real. Yeah. It's actually a really clever premise. That's a fun concept. Yeah. Kind of like this show is a fun concept, I'm told. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's got, it's got a fan or two. So, no Shrek then, huh? No Shrek on this list. There is a very funny, and I'll just go ahead and give it to you. Number 21 on this list is The Nutty Professor. Okay. (laughs) That is science fiction. That is science fiction. How? Because he's a scientist, first of all. or No, he's a professor. But he's a science professor. And he does experiments that expand his body into the size of a Godzilla. (laughs) Um, Oh, wait. That was a dream. I just found that so funny going through this list and they're all like very serious, very like hard science fiction movies and then the fucking nutty professor. <laughs> the fucking nutty professor. The clumps. So, yeah, sorry okay. to spoil number 21 on the list for you. 
Let me give you a real guess. I'm going to guess this one is, I could see this being like number nine or 10. Okay. And that's Star Trek. Star Trek. Good guess. That is number six on the list. I knew it. Yeah. So Star Trek has a total box office gross of $2.2 billion. Number six on the list. All Star Trek movies that have ever released in theaters made a cumulative $2.2 billion. Correct. There has been 13 Star Trek movies in theaters. Wow. More than I expected. Me too. And the highest grossing individual film was Star Trek Into Darkness at $467 million. I want to say that's the most recent one or pretty close. Yeah. It's the second most recent. It was the Into Darkness and then they did the Beyond. Beyond. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen any of those? I have. I think I've seen Into Darkness. I don't think I saw Beyond. And I saw the original, the one that's just Star Trek, which was 2009. Chris Pine, right? Yeah, Chris Pine. I liked him. I thought they were good. I never actually saw the show. It was a little before my time. I'm sure your previous sidekick host has has seen them all. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he was an adult when the first one came out. <laughs> but uh, Do you watch Black Mirror? I'd love Black Mirror. And yes, are you talking about USS Callister? Yeah, yeah. Such That's a fantastic video. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the best one of the whole show, I think, that episode. One of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was fantastic. But no, Star Trek, it, uh, funny story about Star Trek. So the, the creator suggested the idea of a film back in like 1969. Nice. But once the original series was canceled, yeah, nice. He lobbied to continue the franchise through a film. And it wasn't until the success of Star Wars was seen to, until it started getting kind of traction to make, make a film. And it looks like the first one was made in 1979. Yeah. And it sucks for them too, because Star Trek actually preceded Star Wars. As a thing, but Star Wars has 10 times the popularity and legend of Star Trek now, even though Star Trek was first. Right. Hmm. In here, they have it listed into three sort of like sections. They have the original series, which is the first six Star Trek movies, all from like the 70s and 80s. They have Star Trek Next Generation, Hmm. which is 90s through early 2000. There's four movies there. I don't think I saw any of those. And then there's, they call it the Kelvin timeline, which is these three new ones, Star Trek, Into Darkness, and Beyond. Yeah. So, number six, that's Star Star Trek. Yeah, I know people like them, but I just can't get into them. When I think of Star Trek, I just think of the USS Callister from Black Mirror and how hokey it all is, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the allure, I suppose. Yeah. So, number six, Star Trek. Okay. I'm trying to save number one. Yep. So, sci-fi is not going to include, like, paranormal activity movies and stuff like that, right? I mean, that's technically... No, that'd be more horror. Horror, okay. However, isn't Cloverfield related to paranormal activity in somehow? Maybe I'm thinking something about... It's related to horror. Have you seen Cloverfield? No, never. They have, like, some thriller-esque yeah, movies. I would call them horror. horror. Okay. Anyway, that's is Cloverfield on there? 25. Oh, you know what? Godzilla. There you go. Okay, so Godzilla is interesting here because we have number five, just blanket Godzilla. There's 36 films under the blanket Godzilla franchise. However, there's also a bit on this list called Monsterverse, which is number nine Mm -hmm. on the list. And so Monsterverse just has four four movies in it. And these are the more more recent when it's Godzilla, it's Kong Skull Island, Godzilla versus Kong, and then Godzilla King of Monsters. Hmm. But then when you go up and look at Godzilla, it, it does include all four of those monster verses, but then every other fucking Godzilla Everything movie ever made. That. Yeah. 
I am a sucker for Godzilla. I've always been team Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I've seen all the new Godzillas as well. Yes, they're pretty la- they can be pretty <laughs> lame, but I was going to yeah. ask. I knew you were a Godzilla fan. How are the new ones? Like do they hold up with like modern cinema? Yeah, I like them. Yeah. They're just like fun popcorn movies, you know? Those yeah. movies that you can kind of just turn your brain off and enjoy it without having to like think too hard about the plot or any of that. I usually gravitate away from those movies and stick to more like real good movies, but yeah. I make exceptions sometime and Godzilla is one of them. Remind me, isn't Jack Black in some of those movies? Or am I thinking of something else? Like I thought he Jack was in Black. the new King Kong movie. I could oh, be wrong. So there was a King Kong movie in like the early 2000s, separate from the most recent oh, series. Okay. And that was a Kong movie, no Godzilla, and he was in that. Gotcha. He actually had a really vivid sex scene in that <laughs> with King Kong. So you should see it. <laughs> uh, you got my attention. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Godzilla is the longest running film franchise, having been an ongoing production since 1954. Crazy. That's nuts. Have you seen like some of the old ones? Yeah, my, I used to watch those with my dad when I was a kid and they're such a trip to watch now. I watched one not too long ago. It's like it has the, the dubbed English over the, you know, it's the classic thing you may see made fun of all the time where the lips don't match the yeah. English coming out. <laughs> and the Godzilla is literally a guy in a Godzilla suit walking on like a miniature toy town, <laughs> which is so obvious now. But yeah. like back in the day, it was like revolutionary. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it was great. It makes you wonder how today's movies, we all look around and saying like, look at the special effects in all these Marvel movies and Star Wars, the new Star Wars and all that. But are those going to be laughed at in 50 years, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, someday vi- like video is going to go into like VR space and people that are like watching like these 2D movies, they're going to be like, oh, look at these fucking cavemen that can't even wipe their own asses and enter the VR space. <laughs> shitting in the street. Fucking shitting in the streets and watching their, their 4K televisions. Goddamn. They got ghosts in their blood too, I hear. <laughs> so yeah, Godzilla... billion total worldwide gross. Uh, The highest grossing individual movie of the franchise is 2014's Godzilla, grossed $529 million. That was a good one. That's probably my favorite of the recent ones. And this movie gets a ton of shit, but I like it. And that's the 1998 one with Matthew Broderick. It was the first American, I'm pretty sure it was the first American made Hollywood made Godzilla movie because all the rest were Japan and like really Mm -hmm. old style. And I like that. I just have a soft spot for that movie because I was so hyped for that movie. 1998, Matthew Broderick. Was it called just Godzilla? Okay. Trying to look for it here. Oh yeah, here it is. Godzilla. Yeah. 379 million uh, Mm -hmm. dollars. It did well. Yeah. But it's universally panned as being a bad movie, but I have a soft spot for it. Alex, have you ever seen a Godzilla movie? I've never seen a Godzilla movie. So Godzilla in these movies, he is literally like the Empire State Building would like go up to his ankle. Yeah. Like he's that big. I mean, I've seen like clips, right? So like I know he's just this ginormous thing that rises from the sea. Have you thought about what his shits have got to be like? Well, damn. (laughs) I mean, his shits have got to be the size of, I don't know, like 10 Empire State Buildings? What's this guy eating? (laughs) How do you survive, you know, with all that mass? He's got to be eating whales and shit, but even the whales are going to be the size of like a sub from Subway or something to him. 
God damn. But you never see him like when he's walking around destroying the city, he doesn't just drop a shit right in the middle of the city. That could take out some people right there. Do they specify his gender? Do we know that Godzilla is a he? In the Matthew Broderick 1998 Godzilla, it is confirmed to be a female because she lays eggs. Oh. I was just going to ask how big his dick is, but maybe that's the wrong question to be asking. His dick's got to be, I keep going back to Empire State Building, dick's got to be bigger than the Empire State Building. So, is there a a male and a female Godzilla? I don't recall that. Hmm. I'm pretty sure in the 98 one, they, that she's, what's the term when an animal's like, can reproduce without a mate? Asexual reproduction, something like that. Something like that. But the other Godzilla movies, I'm not sure if they specify their gender, but Hmm. shame on us for even assuming. Shame on us. Shame on us. So, Alex, would you rather be stepped on by Godzilla or shit on by Godzilla? Stepped on. Just fucking kill me now. But the step is going to kill you. The shit, you might be able to survive. Yeah, but you're covered in shit. Like, you're never going to get that feeling off. You're not just covered in shit. You are. You are shit. (laughs) It is so much shit falling from such a high distance with such velocity that it is taking over your core body composition upon impact. I don't know, Nick. You, You seem to be the expert of being full of shit, so. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Let's take a minute. Let everyone enjoy that. And we're back. All right. So you have number nine, Monsterverse. You have number six, Star Trek, and number five, Godzilla. So is King Kong a separate category? No, King Kong is under the Godzilla uh, umbrella. Okay. So let me think about space. The Alien franchise, or Aliens, the horror franchise. Great guess. That actually came in at number 12 on the list. I knew it. At uh, 1.6 billion. I love that series. Did you see Prometheus? I did. I actually have not seen the classics, but I've seen all of the new ones and I need to go back and see the classics because I'm I'm familiar with the concept. Um, I've watched a lot of like recaps. You ever go on YouTube Mm -hmm. and watch like film recaps? Not really. There's this whole corner of YouTube where it's like these guys with robot voices will recap a movie in like 15 minutes and I'm fucking obsessed with them. Do they show like actual clips from the movie? Yeah, they show actual clips of the movie and it's just this guy in a robotic voice and there's so many different channels that do it, gives you the recap and like shows you scenes while you're doing it. It's an amazing way to pass 15 minutes. And then you don't watch the movie, right? Oftentimes I will. Oftentimes I'm so interested. I was like, well, fuck, I gotta go see that movie. But then sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I just did this in 15 minutes. What's the last movie you did this for? Oh gosh, I don't even know. I've I've watched probably like four of them a week. Not including Um, Pornhub videos. But I've seen all the alien movies like that. <laughs> I've seen all the alien movies, he says. Yeah, yeah. Without seeing a single one. Without seeing a single one. I just love the concept of like, they're fucking, they're, they're like outer space truckers. Like that is just such a cool like concept. It's something that's going to happen in the future, right? So, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Okay, so aliens number 12. What aliens about number the 12. Predator series? Predator is number 19. Did you see the Predator movie Prey on Hulu? I did not. I've heard mixed things. Did you like it? I loved it. It's a movie that you don't need to know anything about Predator to watch. It's, it's, it's a standalone film that someone could enjoy, and I highly recommend it. Nice. Okay. Hmm. So, not all of these are space-related. Yeah. But a good portion are. Oh, I know one that has to be on there. It's going to be... Well... Without inflation, I guess it could be lower. But I'm going to say top 10 still, Back to the Future. 
Back to the Future is not top 10. Where did it fall? It's number 15. Man, if it, if it was adjusted for inflation, that yeah. would have to be up there. Easily, easily. Okay. Think of like, a lot of these have tons of movies. So like, they may not be like the best movies, but there's a lot in the franchise. I'm talking like six plus. Harry Potter? Is that science fiction? Not science fiction. That's probably more fantasy. And let me know if you need start needing some hints. Fuck you with your hints. How about that? Oh, yes, How's sir? that for a hint? Yeah, that's a great hint. Hints are for people that are not good at guessing top 10 lists. You know, people like you. You're the best there is, so. Yeah, I don't need your fucking hints. Get those the fuck out of here. And shame right. on you for even bringing it up. Yeah, yes, sir. I'm going to nail this list. Okay. Six plus movies. Hmm. Well, I'm going to stick in space for now. I know there's okay. other things. And yes, I will edit this to make it sound like I guessed all these with no hesitation and no... Of course. Dead air. Of course. Okay, what about something dinosaur related? Jurassic Park. Ah, there you go. Jurassic number Park two. is number two on this list. I knew it. $6 billion uh, worldwide total gross. Jurassic Park has six movies. You got your three from the you know original Jurassic Park trilogy, and now you have three in the Jurassic World trilogy. And the highest grossing individual film from this franchise is Jurassic World at $1.6 billion. So to put that into context, $1.6 billion for that one movie, the entire 36 movies from the Godzilla series, $2.5 billion. Yeah. So that one film has almost caught up to 36 Godzilla movies. So it's huge. Jurassic World is the number three, the third highest grossing science fiction film of all time. And for the listeners, prepare to clutch your pearls and gasp because our very own Alex Johns here has never seen Jurassic Park. Never seen a single damn one. I should. I need to. <sighs> what is your take on the new ones? Do they hold They're up? They're not good. No. <laughs> so Jurassic World, I thought was okay. It was a good popcorn movie, like I mentioned with Godzilla. Yep. The two most recent ones, which were Fallen Kingdom and Dominion, were mm -hmm. not good. Not good at all. And really, Jurassic Park 1 is like a masterpiece. Jurassic Parks 2 and 3 are pretty good, but mm -hmm. not anywhere near Jurassic Park 1. And then there's this huge cliff before Jurassic World, and the last two are like down in the ditch. So it's upsetting, but yeah, Jurassic Park 1 is a must-see film for every living human and Alex. Oh. Yeah, one thing I saw was interesting in doing research was that, you know, the first two Jurassic Parks were based on novels, but the third yeah. film of the series was not. Yeah, Michael Crichton wrote Jurassic Park and The Lost World, and mm -hmm. the rest have been, yeah, without him. Did the, uh, the old Game of Thrones treatment of, you know, once they run out of source material, they, they start sucking. <laughs> he might have been like a producer or, so, or a consultant or something on the other, although yeah. he, he died before Lost World, uh, but oh, yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, Jurassic Park 1, Alex needs to go see it. It's on my list. Would you, if Jurassic... So, you've never seen it, but you know the concept, right? No, it's I would basically... not visit a park with dinosaurs. Is that what you're trying to ask me? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. I would. I've I know Dr. Clips. Buster would. I watched my 15-minute YouTube recap. I, I know what happens. <laughs> but in an ideal setting, the dinosaurs aren't loose. They're contained. And then you can see them just like at a zoo. You go see the tigers at the zoo. I guess I do see the tigers at the zoo. I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on like, you know, what are the food options there? Right. What's the snack bar like at Jurassic Park? <laughs> Alex, I'd have to get back to you. I'm not sure. 
you know how like some zoos have like fucking Tyson chicken nuggets and fucking like pucks of, you know, like I'm not interested in like going all the way to see dinosaurs if I got to eat fucking pucks of, you know, frozen meat. Look, I agree with you that a lot of zoo food sucks, but I would counter that by saying nobody's going to the zoo to eat the food. I mean, if you happen to eat food while you're there, sure, but no one's going to the zoo for the food. And if you are, you're a psychopath and you should consider unsubscribing from this fucking show. I don't know. I'm just, I'm very picky about where I get my lunch and what, you know, what I'm, what I'm forced to eat. So anyway, well, you're that's all I'm saying. If they've, if they okay. got good food, if the restaurant's hopping, then sure, I, I, I'd go check out Jurassic Park. All the listeners that are in third world developing countries right now struggling to find their next meal are really shaking their head at your fucking ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you going to do? Alex is going to Alex. What about you? Would you go see dinosaurs in a park? Yeah, fucking of course. But in the movies, it's way off on an island in South America somewhere. So, I mean, yeah. it's an expensive trip. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yep. Alex thinks everyone in South America sucks. Got it. Yes. Okay. All right. Let me give you another guess. Yeah. Give me a guess. So, Jurassic Park has kind of opened some doors for me, I think. Yep. Transformers. There you go. Number three. Transformers is number three. Great guess. Come on. So, come on. When, come you, on. when you were struggling there, I was going to say there's two film franchises on this list that I associate with our good friend, Dr. Buster, and you <laughs> just Buster, knocked yeah. both of them out of the park, Jurassic Park and Transformers. So Transformers has a gross, total gross of $4.8 billion. God. There are seven films in the franchise. Are there fucking really? I thought there, there was like three or four. Transformers <laughs> films. And the highest grossing one was Dark of the Moon, which grossed $1.1 billion. Wow. Let's see where that falls overall. You know, I don't even know how those did so well. That was back in the day of like fucking Michael Bay explosion films, right? Like everyone was into Michael Bay explosion films. But like, what was it about the Transformers brand that just, I mean, I know Transformers was like something that a lot of kids like Dr. Buster remembered fondly mm -hmm. from childhood, but. I think that's part of it. I think the casting was good. Well, the casting like got attention, right? Shia LaBeouf and Shia Megan LaBeouf Fox. Shia LaBeouf and yeah. Megan Fox. Looks like Dark in the Moon is the number six of all time, followed right closely by Age of Extinction, which was number seven of all time, highest grossing film. Hmm. So those did well. I saw the first two. First one was okay. Second one was dog shit. And I assume everyone since then has been dog shit as well. But people are still seeing them, I guess. Yeah, it's funny. So you got the original Transformers in 2007, right? It did like 700 million. So it wasn't amazing. And then you got... Revenge of the Fallen, 2009, which did a little more. And then you got Dark of the Moon in 2011, which did a lot more. And then Age of Extinction, 2014, which about kept pace with Dark of the Moon. And then they started falling off. You got The Last Night, 2017, which only did 600 million, followed mm. by Bumblebee in 2018, which was oh, only 400 Bumblebee. million. So kind of funny how like they kind of did a, a trend, right? Going up, 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 and mm -hmm. then just crashed a down. A triangle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They jumped the shark with that, I think. And they lost Shia LaBeouf at one point and they switched him out with, I, I want to say Marky Mark. What the fuck? Mark he Wahlberg? Like kept him in the same character or was it like a different no, character? No, no. I don't think Mark Wahlberg subbed in to be the same character that Shia okay. LaBeouf was playing. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I think Megan Fox left too. So yeah, I don't think any of the original cast is still there. Weird. But again, I haven't seen any of the recent ones. It's just what I've like gleaned yeah. from trailers and stuff. I've probably seen one or two of these movies. So, but no Jurassic Park. Okay, that makes sense. No Jurassic Park, right. Yeah, and it looks like Michael Bay directed the first five of them. 
but he did not direct uh, Bumblebee. Maybe he has a bee allergy, am I right? Maybe. Apparently, there's a seventh film, which is to be released in 2023. That's great news, Alex. Thanks for sharing It's that. called Rise of the Beasts, directed by Stephen Capel Jr. Don't know who that is. Me neither. But I do know he's a listener of the show. Yeah. So let's recap the list where we stand right now. Yes. Yeah, so we've got number nine, MonsterVerse. Number six, Star Trek. Five, Godzilla. Three, Transformers. Two, Jurassic Park. And we both know kind of what number one is. We sure do. What about Men in Black? Great guess. Where do you think Men in Black falls on the list? Hmm. How many are there? Four? There are four. Eight? Eight or ten? It is number ten. Just knew it. barely cutting it on the list. Yeah, Men in Black, $1.9 billion. The highest grossing individual film was Men in, Bra- Men in Black 3 at $624 million. So there are four films in this franchise. Men in Black 1, Men in Black 2, Men in Black 3, and Men in Black wait, wait, International. Wait. Oh, damn it. My joke <laughs> wouldn't have even worked if I had gotten it in in time. Yep. I like Men in Black. I, thought, I think it's a fun franchise. Uh, I never saw International. Apparently, like, Will Smith was, like, not in this movie and, like, none it of the original. It was Chris Hemsworth, I want to say. Oh, interesting. Playing the same character that Will Smith played. How does that happen? <laughs> Joking, Alex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. So, I saw the first Men in Black. I thought it was great. I think Will Smith did a great it job. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith used to be the man. He's kind of fallen off lately. Yeah. You need to keep his wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> Too busy punching uh, comedians or yeah. slapping them, I should say. Do you know that Men in Black is based off of a Marvel comic book series? I did not. Me neither. But did you know the Men in Black concept has been around for hundreds of years based on UFO? Yeah, it's, the comic book was based on a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. So. You say yeah. conspiracy theory, I say a matter of fact, sir. Hot take. Hot take. There it is. But we should get Rob Christofferson. He was on a few episodes ago talking about ancient aliens. Get his take on the Men in Black. Alex, Men in Black, four films, enough to put it in the top 10. Interesting. Yeah, just barely. And Tommy Lee Jones is a grumpy ass. He is a grumpy ass. You're, You're not wrong. That's it. Yeah. In every movie ever, he's a grumpy ass. Yeah. I can't think of one where he's Have you ever seen him be anything but grumpy? No, he's always a grumpy ass. Typecast, he he does a good job at it. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, that's the Men in Black. And I am in the black, just like the holiday season is in the black, because I am whooping your ass at this list. You didn't think I'd do so well. I didn't think you'd do so well. You're doing great. You're doing great. Ice Age. Ice Age. You talking like the animated series? You got a problem no, with Ice Age? No Ice Age on this list. In fact, I don't believe there's any animated movies on this list. Okay. You don't have to be a jerk about it, but okay. So why don't you give me a real guess? We, we went through the fake guesses earlier. Mm, okay. The fake guesses. You're right. I should really get more serious. No superhero movies. No right? superheroes. Nope. Okay. Well, I was trying to save it, but I'll do it now. Let's do Star Wars at number one. Let's do Star Wars at number one. Uh, you want to give me a guess at what you think the total... Worldwide grosses, just in billions. So Jurassic Park had six movies at six billion. Transformers had seven movies at 4.8 billion. Star Wars has 12 movies. And I know the last three 
under Disney have all done one to two billion each. So that's a six billion right there. And then episodes one, two, and three, probably 500 ish million each. So that's 1.5 billion. So I'm going to say at least 10 billion. 10.3. Look at you go. <laughs> fucking, I mean, fucking master right here. We're just going to end the list right now. Just, it's just incredible. end the episode, end on a high. Wow. And everyone wants to give me a shout out on Twitter and Instagram and say, great job, Nick. Woo! With a clapping emoji or even a selfie video of you saying, God, Nick, I knew you were great, but this is just incredible. That's fine. I'll accept those. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars, 12 films, 10.3 billion dollars. Which do you think is the highest grossing Star Wars film? It's either The Force Awakens or it's the one that came after that. What, whatever the one after Force Awakens is. I can't remember the name. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. So it is The Force Awakens at $2.0 billion. I believe Force Awakens is number two of all time. Last Jedi is number four of all time. Rise of Skywalker is number eight of all time. You ready for my hot take? What's your hot take? There are no good Star Wars movies besides the first three, as in the 70s and 80s ones. I will agree with that. However, you got to throw Rogue One into that list. I do Rogue like Rogue One. One. You're right. was fan-fucking-tastic. I could do without any of the others. If you liked Rogue One and or streaming on Disney Plus right now, actually, while when this is probably over by the time this episode goes live, amazing show. Best Star Wars I've ever seen. Like I would, I'm having more fun watching Andor than I did watching the original trilogy. Hot take? That yeah, is a hot take. And it makes you like, this list is movies only, but if you were to fold in all the shows on Disney Plus, like all the money that yeah. those have brought in as well, and the merch and all, like yep. the movies are just one piece of the pie. But yeah, I, I, I won't go in my stuff. I've had Star Wars rants. We've done Star Wars episodes. Me and Brandon did the highest grossing Star Wars films. Yep. We've done Star Wars episodes, so you can find those in the archives. You'll hear me bitch a lot about Star Wars, because mm-hmm. I, I was so frustrated at Force Awakens. I remember, I might have seen it with you. It was a group of us. And mm-hmm. we walked out of the theater, and I was like, I just watched A New Hope again, basically. I enjoyed Force Awakens when I first watched it. I think it was just, I had, it goes all gone so long without Star Wars that it was just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is, you know, this is back. But then upon a rewatch, I was like, man, that was kind of shit, wasn't it? Like, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, it's all shit. So, so well, a fun note, the fun note that I added here is that in 2012, George Lucas did sell his company to Disney, relinquished all ownership, and from there, Disney shat out the new shitty trilogy. <laughs> shout out. George Lucas sold Lucasfilms to Disney, and I want to say that sale was around $5 billion. Yeah. Disney already made that back just in the first two or three movies alone, and that's just the movies, not including the toys and the merch and yep. the shows. Like... Disney, that was a smart purchase on their part. What do you think is the lowest grossing film of the Star Wars franchise? Well, it's got to be one of the first three just because of inflation, but... I'll... You think? Solo okay. did really bad. Oh, Solo did bad. I remember that. Yeah. Solo only did $392 million. Can you believe that? Hmm. I wonder why. Because Han know. Solo is so everybody's favorite character. I think maybe it had to do with recasting him and like the actor yeah. they used was just like kind of unknown. I mean, they had to recast and they keep... and he hasn't done shit since then. Yeah. I didn't mind. Like, I thought Solo was fine. Like I, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. You know, it was just kind of like, it's fine. How many Chewbacca sex scenes were there? Not enough. That's for sure. Hmm. How many milking green sea cows of their milk like Luke did 
in the later trilogy, how many, how much of that was in there? Too much. That's for sure. <laughs> Too much. Okay. Well, maybe I should see this thing. You know, in Andor, there's blue milk. Does it come packed. out of the tit fresh? No, it comes out of a jar. If someone pulls okay. it out of their fridge and pours, pours a jug of blue milk. Why can't they just have fucking regular ass milk? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Why like, does it gotta be a fun color? I have a lot of problems with the Star Wars universe as a concept too. It's always bugged me how you walk into a bar and every single living thing is a different species. How right? are they all breathing the same atmosphere? <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah. All of these fucking aliens had to evolve on their own individual planets that had exactly. their own individual composition of fucking elements and shit. Like, Thank you. There is no way in hell they're all breathing the same damn thing. No. And how are they fucking? You know the, they're interspecies fucking. And you know that they're like, I could go on and on. They're eating the same foods. They're yeah. drinking the same shit. It wouldn't yeah. work. It just wouldn't work biologically. I mean, unless, unless, okay, hear me out. You know, civilization has been going on for billions upon billions of years. They all diverge from a singular species, right? And so, like, you get, you get one species that gets stuck on this one planet and they start growing those fucking dicks on their head. <laughs> the dicks. And, you know, they're, they're still huge. You know, they, they started off as, you know, humans or whatever the original species is, and then they just kind of diverge. Maybe that's the case, but. Do you remember still. that one from. I don't remember which. It was one of the first ones. The alien that has the butt face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why? They, they knew what they were doing, right? Oh, they're they just knew being it. cheeky, right? Literally. They knew it. So, uh, currently, there's four new Star Wars films in development. Fucking you know really? No. Yeah. Three, three of them are untitled. Are these all part of the same series, or we don't know yet? No, we don't know any details. All we know is one of those four is titled Rogue Squadron, which uh, there was a video game called Star Wars Rogue Squadron. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, spaceship shooting and shit. Should be fun. Uh, but no, we don't know any details about the other ones. Or at least I don't. Yeah. Maybe your listeners do. Do we know if they're prequels or sequels? I don't believe they're anything. I think they're all individual stories. I think I've heard that's what Star Wars is going towards, is more individual stories rather than I think sagas. it should be that. I think it should. I agree. I think... They need to branch off off the main storyline that's been going on since mm-hmm. the 70s. Yeah. And I think it's just fun. They've got this whole universe to play with. They can do so many different stories. So what would you do if you were excited and you went to the first, let's say it's 2026 and you go see this new Star Wars and and they have a new version of the Death Star under a new name. They have a <laughs> the new version Emperor of Palpatine the- is alive and like starts <laughs> this shit back up. God, I would just leave right there. <laughs> fucking done there's at least a chance that that happens i'm sure it's been pitched in a boardroom <laughs> oh people like palpatine let's bring him back a third time fuck <sighs> all right so star wars number one i just need four seven and eight star wars number one four seven and eight are remaining all right so now i need to think i will say of these i would not classify any of them as like space movies there's there's elements of space time travel there is a time travel. Yep. One very heavily into time travel. Let's see. And one is a dystopian, a dystopian sort of future. Oh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. That is number four on the list. Knew it. You like Hunger Games? So, I've seen all the movies, but I, I saw each of them once in theaters and then never again since. Yeah. Same. And I did read all the books before that. Oh. Yeah, I liked, I liked them okay. I don't, I don't know how they hold up is basically what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, Hunger Games, $2.9 billion total worldwide gross, four total films, 
the uh, highest grossing individual film was Catching Fire at $865 million. Hmm. And I think that was the second. That was the second one. Yeah, Catching Fire second. It's funny how yeah. that blew up. I remember reading that book. I, I walked past that at a bookstore and the cover caught my eye and I read it. And I'd never heard anyone talk about it before that. And then like mm-hmm. a year after I read it, the first movie comes out and it just explodes. Yeah. I think it's a great, it's a cool concept. I love, I, I just love like future dystopian, like yeah, me too. the genre as, as, you know, as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starred, uh, what, Jennifer Lawrence as Katniss Everdeen. So yeah, fun time. How do you think you'd fare in a Hunger Games situation? If you were there. Oh, I'd be fucked. I have, I have very, <laughs> very little survival skills. Like I'm surprised I made it this far in like actual society. Same. I'd be fucked. My strategy would be hide and survive. I mean, I, I can start a fire. I know how to do that. I don't even know how to do that. Yeah. I can start shit. I'm an Eagle Scout. Did you know that? No, but I'm yeah. impressed. Yeah. So like at one point in my life, I did learn survival skills, but fuck, it's not like I practiced that shit. That's way above where I am. You know, they have that big, everyone launched, the, the thing starts and everybody runs to the center to get the weapons or whatever. Yeah. My ass would be backing up like Homer Simpson in the bushes. I'd be hiding. Oh, yeah. Because you would... know, right when you're in the middle, like it's going to be a fucking bloodbath. Yeah. I would just try to stay hidden until the end. But <sighs> crazy someday, stuff. Someday that'll be real. Do you have a favorite okay. dystopian movie? And is it Hunger Games? Or like maybe dystopian concept? Uh, Show, I have to think about that. Film. So I love book. the. F- early seasons of walking dead oh well if you're including a book then the stand by stephen king for sure i need to there's been shows about that but uh, Mm -hmm. yeah there is a show called the stand on paramount plus is it good it's okay i do love movies like that like mad max the book of eli with denzel washington mad max is number 20 on this list oh okay um yeah it's hard for me to pinpoint a single dystopian how about you so there's a TV show on Netflix that the show itself like kind of ended poorly and generally isn't like great cinema, but I just love the concept. It's called The 100. You ever heard of it? I've heard of it, yeah. It was like a CW show. They put it on Netflix. Really interesting show about like Earth blew itself up with nukes. The surviving humans are in a space station surrounding Earth waiting like 100 years for the radiation to die down. Uh, they send a hundred fucking kids down to the planet, like juvenile detention kids to like see if it's habitable. Cause I guess they don't have fucking sensors to figure that shit out. And oh, surprise there, there was actually humans living down here. Sometimes shows can't live up to their own concept, right? Agreed. Yeah. I, yeah. And that, that is uh, pretty plain and obvious on this show, but highly uh, recommend to watch. The Leftovers was like that for me. Yeah. But it, the show, it lost me, but I did like the concept. Kind of like, I like the concept of you being a sidekick host on this show, but then in execution, I'm actually not so much of a fan. That's why I'm not, I don't have that permanent spot yet. Yeah. Yet, he <laughs> says. All right. I'm coming, I'm coming for this show, just like Dr. <sighs> Buster. Oh, so you're admitting now that Dr. Buster's coming for the show and he doesn't currently own the show as the host. Well, no, like it plans. was his show and you, you supplanted him and took mm. it over from him and he's, you know, trying to get it back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's nodding along. Final note on Hunger Games, uh, there is a prequel film in production set to be released in November of 2023. It's called The Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I'll probably see it. Yeah.
So you're missing number seven and number eight. Are they spacey? Uh, not very. Uh, one of them kind of spacey, but it, it all pretty much takes place on Earth. A very like hard science fiction. There's time travel involved. There's robots. Robots. Let's see, it's robots. uh, it's a ring and tell you bells. Any, if I tell you any actors, it's Terminator. Give it away. Terminator. Terminator. It is. Fucking yeah, got Terminator it. number eight on the list uh, yep. at two point one billion dollars. Five films in the Terminator franchise. Uh, highest grossing uh, of the five was Judgment Day at $520 million. Came out in 1991. It's the best one as well. Uh, another franchise that I've not seen a single movie, but I've watched the recaps on YouTube. So, <laughs> What'd you think of the recaps? I thought they were great. I want to see them. They're, they're on my list. I fucking love, you know, the, the concept, you know, they, they build an AI yeah. and it become self-aware and decides to kill the humans like it's just a classic science fiction trope i love it t1 and t2 are two of my all-time favorite movies the rest are okay but yeah i'd, I'd recommend this first too yeah I'm, I'm looking at the dates these were released and it's like a very interesting span right you got 1984 then you got 1991 and then you got 2003 2009 2015 2019 that's six movies just that's wild it seems like a yeah. You said five oh, before. Oh, that is six. I did say five before. But that is six. So should we question everything at this point then? Yeah. No, Every you, note I you mean, provide? you should always question what I say. You never, never take it at face value. Terminator, huh. great concept. Great films, the first few. And, I mean, Arnold has a ton of roles that have made him an icon. But mm -hmm. I think his definitive role, the one that most people would point to, is Terminator. Agreed. I mean, is that the first thing you think of when you think of Arnold? Oh, easily. Yeah. Or and you haven't even seen the movies. Kindergarten Cop. It's <laughs> not a Tuma. <laughs> <laughs> I still say they should have used Danny DeVito in that movie instead of Arnold. Yeah. Did you know Arnold Schwarzenegger's son was on Dancing with the Stars this season? I did not know that. How do you do? Fun fact. He fucking got out like in week three. <laughs> do you watch that show? I do. <laughs> what a cute little Alex you are sometimes. Yeah. Well, I've asked you how you would do in Jurassic Park, how you would do in The Hunger Games. How would you do on Dancing with the Stars, Alex? Not great. I, I, I don't, I'm not very nimble. I'm not really very fit either. So, yeah, cute I don't, I don't think I'd do very good. I, I'm very cute. Yeah, I'd win the cute category. And, um, and you're just as much a celebrity as fucking Arnold's son that no one's ever heard of. So, yeah, but he's buff. He was like really buff. That was his whole thing, he's right? He yeah, has to be. Yeah. He's got the genetics. Well, not just the genetics, but also the expectation. This is Arnold's son. Everyone's going to expect him. Like, what if he showed up like a string bean? Yeah, imagine being Arnold's son and he shows up looking like fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or extreme examples. He shows up looking like, you know, 2000s era Jonah Hill or something. Yeah. 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 So, not great. And I don't think I'd fare very well in the Terminator universe either. I don't either, but there's some dystopian themes in that. And that as well. Do you think that's the direction that like our military... So, right, Skynet originated as like a military like defense system, right? I think so. Do you think that's the direction like our military will go? Of like generating an AI, an AI to protect the country? Absolutely. It's already... Yeah. I mean, it's already in progress, I'm sure. Yeah. And if they can have robots fight wars instead of humans, game changer.
I think every major country is probably working toward that. Probably. You know, it would be better is if they could just like stop Not, fucking going to yeah. war. Yeah. But, you know. Talking to you, Putin. Poopin. It is a terrible, for him, it's a terrible last name to be a brutal dictator. And your name's Putin. That is. That is. He should have thought about changing it. So, if I was a publicist, I would have recommended it. But. Neither here nor there. Number seven is all I need left. All right. So, number seven. Let's try to give some hints here. Light hints. Just kind of nudge me. Think like 60s and 70s. But there was a recent resurgence of this franchise. Recent ones all came out in the 2010s. There are uh, animals involved. Dr. Doolittle? One might say your favorite type of animals. Oh, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. You got monkeys. It does have <laughs> monkeys in it. Planet of the Apes, uh, what is this? $2.2 billion worldwide gross. Nine films in the franchise. That's mm-hmm. the only reason it's on this list because there's so fucking many of them. Well, the, the 2010s ones, I think there's three of yeah. them or maybe four. They all did really there's well. Three. They did well. The highest grossing is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes at $708 million. And that was, what was that? That was the f- second one of the new trilogy. Yeah. I really like the new trilogy. Yeah, I thought it was great. I've never seen the originals, but I have seen all three of new ones. Uh, there's Rise, there's Dawn, and there's War. Uh, well, I did see the one that's like 2001-ish with Mark Wahlberg. That did not yeah, do well. just called Planet of the Apes. And it was not good. I love, like, Planet of the Apes, I wouldn't even call it like in my top 10 movie series that mm-hmm. I like, but as far as the ending... I fucking love that ending, how, like, the first time you watch it, and at the very end, they reveal that it's been Earth the whole time. Yeah. That's such a... It's like a classic science fiction trope, like, ending. I love it. Yeah. Me too. Do you think uh, we're ever going to be overrun by talking apes, Alex? And how would you fare in that world? You know, I think that world, I actually would fare pretty dang good. Because we would be nice to the monkeys. Yeah, I'd be nice. I, I love monkeys, and monkeys know that. (laughs) you know i'm not some fucking aggressive dude that thinks i'm mr macho like you know fuck all that like really that's really how i pegged you if you want to like be my master like sure i'll just be your cute little little human (laughs) pet you know just you know feed me and yeah give me entertainment that's fine stroke my bum bum don't have to fucking work anymore but the the whole reason the the genesis of these apes becoming what they become is because of being mistreated by asshole people yeah and if you and i were around we would have been nothing but nice to those monkeys i just hope that when that day comes they recognize the nice humans and they don't lump us all together but just judging how society works and they like to generalize uh, that you know let's just hope the monkeys are better than us all right i'm gonna ask a dumb question okay really dumb question probably yeah but it's late so people should give me a break Given enough time, like given enough generations and years, is it possible that an ape could learn to talk like that? Or is that just completely not possible? Interesting premise here. (sighs) Given enough time, sure, anything's possible. But I don't think apes are going to suddenly like outpace humans. Like I, I feel like the planet has like 
room for one dominant species, right? And like, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I mean, like just even physically, like would their vocal cords allow them to do that? Probably not today. No, not today. But like, I'm sure like if scientists can like train them to like, this noise means that, this noise means that. And then they breed these like smarter monkeys together that like kind of know these noises over time. Sure. Maybe. All right. Now, can they do it to cats? Probably not. <laughs> Damn it. And why would you want to? Do you want to talk? I, I just want a little kitty cat that goes mew, mew, mew. I don't want a kitty cat that's going to talk back to me. I want to know what the kitties are thinking. <laughs> I don't sometimes... care what the kitties are thinking. <laughs> I just want to hear the cute mew, mew, mews. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. The cute mew, mew, mews are probably for the best. <laughs> Is your kitty still behind you there? Yeah, she's uh, passed the fuck out. Yeah. Waiting for me to be done talking to your ass. Yeah. Well, we're done then, Alex. Why don't you take us back through the top 10? How about I take us through the top 25? Yeah, let's do that. That sounds fun. So, number 25 is Cloverfield, two films in that franchise. 24 was Blade Runner, two films in that franchise. Yeah. You got the original and you got the new one that came out a few years ago. You got 23 is Alien vs. Predator, two films in Mm. that franchise. Okay. Not loving any of these. 22 is Tron, two nope. films there, the, the original and the new one. I actually really like the new one. I never new saw it. is 2010, Tron Legacy. I don't know. I think Tron's a fun, interesting, I don't know, concept. Yeah. Well, you are a nerd. That's fine. 21, Nutty Professor. <laughs> of course. Classic. <laughs> Three films. <laughs> uh, number 20 is Mad Max with four films. Okay. Number 19 is Predator with six films. Number 18 is the, the Divergent series. You familiar with that? <laughs> I've never seen them. I know what they are. Yeah. Maybe this is unfair, sue me, but they just rub me as like a Twilight Hunger Games knockoff yeah. kind of that was my like thought. teen. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised they made the list of 765 million total. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Number 16 is Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. Four films. song. Yep. Number 16, Maze Runner. I don't know anything about Maze Runner. I know it exists. That's about it. Same. Number 15, Back to the Future. 14, Independence Day, which I thought was interesting, but I remember they they did do a a sequel. First one did amazing, 817. I think the sequel bombed. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say bombed. 389 million. I mean, not great, but like, there's worse on this list. Yeah. Number 13 is Resident Evil. Which oh, I didn't okay. know they had movies, but I guess they do. Yeah, like, I thought it was a video game. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it was a video game, and then they... Video game came first. Yeah. Ten films in that franchise. Number 12 is Alien. Eight films in that franchise. Number mm-hmm. 11, which I'm surprised you didn't guess, is The Matrix. Oh, The Matrix. Well, I've Just never seen Just outside the top of ten. You've never seen any Matrix? Wow. Seen, you don't get to say you never seen this or that when you oh, haven't I'm seen not, I'm not Park. giving you shit. I'm just, I'm just saying that's, that's, that's interesting. Love never the seen Matrix. Them. Did you like the newest one? I did not see the newest one. I've seen the original three. I wish that they would have waited like 10 years to make the Matrix. I feel like it was a little ahead of its time. I think it looked fine. Like, no, nothing against the effects, but, like, I just don't feel like society was in a place to truly appreciate a film like The Matrix when it came out. Okay. Like, clearly it did, right? Because it's so high in this list. But, like, all right, 
here's my spiel on the matrix right so <laughs> okay sorry to sidebar here i know you're trying to go to bed but fucking it's fun. <laughs> so humans are like enslaved by the robots their bodies are being used as energy sources for the robots and meanwhile their minds are uploaded into a computer program spoilers the reason for this is that humans blocked out the sun to like combat the robots it was this whole thing in the history world war anyway whatever humans are fucking batteries that makes no sense. Like, humans do not produce that much energy while they're sedentary, just sitting there. What they should have done is they should have had humans be fucking processors, running their machines. We got these brains, these big, sticky, gooey things in our wow. heads, which are, like, better than, like, any, you know, computer or whatever. And they should have, like, fucking string this together as fucking RAM slots, you know, just slot one out and in and out and, like... That should have been the premise. And I hear, I heard that's like what the showrunners initially like wanted to do. But like, they're like, no one's going to know what a fucking processor is in like 1999. So like, but people know what batteries are. So like they, they did that. And I think that was disservice. Alex, you really should have made a call back in 1999 to talk to the filmmakers and let them know of this idea. I know. But it was, it was a little ahead of my time too. I'll, I'll be honest, nine-year-old Alex, 1999. <laughs> would not have understood what a fucking processor is. True. But 19-year-old Alex in 2009 True. would have been all about that shit. Yeah, I see what you mean, but not only everything you just said, but also if the movie had come out 10 years later, the special effects would be better. Would have been better. Yeah, the world would so, have been... I see what you mean, yeah. So yeah, missed opportunity. Still think it's a great movie. Keanu is awesome. Uh, Premus is awesome. Yeah, I should probably see the newest one, but I haven't yet. Why haven't you? I don't know. Who's got fucking time for that, you know? Okay. Got fucking... You got time for 20,000 15-minute YouTube videos, but not... <laughs> I've seen so many. I have seen the new Matrix on as a 15-minute YouTube video. Why recap. do you do that to yourself? Why? <laughs> like, you should only do that for movies that you don't plan on seeing. For movies that you want to see someday, you shouldn't do that. Because it spoils it. I don't care about being spoiled. <sighs> Whatever. I don't understand you. And it, it helps me understand if it's worth seeing or not, you know? I need to go in cold to a movie. I don't want to know what happens until I see it. So anyway, we'll finish up the, the list. So I had number 11, The Matrix. You got number 10, Men in Black, four films. Number nine, Monsterverse with four films. Number eight, Terminator with five films or six, I guess. Mm -hmm. Planet of the Apes with nine films. Star Trek with 13 films. Godzilla with 36 films. Hunger Games with four, Transformers with seven, Jurassic Park with six, and the granddaddy of them all, Star Wars at 12 films. I think on a per film average, Hunger Games might be up there. Yes, uh, I do have the average, the per film average for okay. each of these. The highest is Jurassic Park at a million or a billion dollars is the average yeah. of all films. Okay. Hunger Games is 742 million which is the third highest average after jurassic park and star wars hmm. yeah well there's gonna be a shit ton more of star wars and i'm sure there'll be i think there'll be more of all of these like there's money on the table there'll be more one that is interesting to me um that i think will be on the list in the future is dune yeah I do and too. i am so excited for dune to be on the list did you see dune i didn't but only because i want to read the book before i watch the movie nice and I haven't read the book yet, but I'm going to. And nice. I'm going to watch the movie after that. But I've heard Fucking great things. Love the, love the Dune franchise. I've 
I've never read the book either because I don't know how to read. Right. But saw the movie. I've seen, I've read a bunch of lore. It's such an amazing universe, right? It's Why is it that every universe besides our own actual universe is more interesting than ours? The human imagination is, just is limitless. It's true. But you know what's not limitless? What's not? This fucking episode. Because we have reached the end of the episode. Alex has given his list the top 10 highest grossing science fiction film franchises. That's a triple F on the end. Triple F. That's pretty sweet. Fucking film franchise. My personal favorite franchise that we discussed today. Hmm. So my number one favorite movie, single movie, would be Jurassic Park. Okay. But some of the other Jurassic Park movies and Jurassic Worlds bring the average down. Yep. I'd say Terminator, maybe. Interesting choice. Terminator might be my favorite, yeah. Well, but then again, only the first two are really that great. I don't know. All these have their highs and lows. Right. Godzilla would be another one. Those are probably my top three personal. Jurassic Park, Godzilla, and Terminator. Yeah, I'm going to be cliche minus Star Wars. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah. You're a walking cliche, Alex. That's me. But you, the listener, I would love to know your personal favorite science fiction film franchise favorite. It's a mouthful. <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to go for it. But yeah, let us know what you think. Comment on the weekly discussion thread on Reddit at Tennis Pod. Let us know what you thought of this list and this episode. I'll be back next week, episode 199. Our well-endowed assed friend, Dr. Buster, will be back. And I'm going to bring him a list next week. And then uh, maybe I'll try to get him to sing Santa Baby as well. Good luck. I hope he does it. <laughs> Thank you. Alex, is there anything else you want to say? Any other hot takes you want to drop real quick? No, just uh, I love science fiction. Uh, just keep watching science fiction, everyone. Keep Okay. <laughs> that is a call to action. Keep watching <laughs> science fiction. And more importantly, to our filmmaking friends and listeners out there, keep making science fiction. Especially original it. fiction. Shows, mm-hmm. movies, books, books that turn into movies so I can actually consume the content. You like audiobooks. Yeah. I suppose. I don't drive anymore. That's the problem, right? I yeah, used yeah. to have a commute, right? Where I'd listen to this kind of stuff. So yeah, I feel the same way, but yeah. Anyway, people don't need to hear about our driving commutes. They need to hear me say, I appreciate you being a listener. I appreciate Alex, you being here and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.